What's going on, video game voting vanguard? It's your boy P City Substance here with another episode of Webisode Wednesdays. Here on Webisode Wednesdays, we utilize the internet. We're looking to add to the collection of games, consoles, merch, you name it. So, this week is a very uh, special episode. Um, this item that I picked up this week is probably my most prized possession to date that's in my collection. I'm not going to lie to you. It's kind of, it's a bit of my, for right now at least, it's my holy grail item in my collection. Uh, so we'll get to that. Um, I was scrolling, I'm constantly on websites and apps like OfferUp, LetGo, a uh, little bit of Craigslist here and there, not so much, Facebook Marketplace, uh, new a newly added app that I added was, I think it's called Mercari or Mercury. I'm probably saying it wrong. Um, maybe I'll drop like a, a uh, drop it across the screen and I'll just write it in so you guys can understand what I'm saying. Cause I know I'm, I'm destroying that name. But anyway, I, I always go on there and I'm just looking for the best deals possible. So you know, guys, keep in mind also eBay and Amazon. I don't just, Get out there and buy consoles, the first one that I see. You want to keep in mind, you know, I'm still a regular working human being. I work two jobs, for crying out loud. I got four kids and a wife. So, not to mention mortgage payment and everything else that I'm dealing with. So, you you also want to kind of be smart because the fun about it, the you, you could easily take the funness out of game hunting if you just jump at the first opportunity you see instead of trying to get the best possible deal. And... I know with me, I'm very, very, very impatient. So I'm like, oh, I got to have it. But I, I always think, well, wait for the best deal. So I always look online. I try to get an idea of what consoles and games like that go for. That way I kind of have a bar. Like, okay, I should be paying around here. No more than this unless for for certain reason. Like if it is complete in box or is in you know, immaculate condition, things of that nature. So, you know, it's kind of hard not to push the trigger on some of these things, but I always remind myself, you know, P-City, just wait, wait for the proper time, wait for the deal, don't jump and grab it, everything. So, needless to say, I'm on eBay, I'm searching, and this console's kind of been elusive. I actually had this console once as a kid, I think I was like 11. It was on clearance at the time. And I never ended up playing this game because of something wrong with uh, the pins in the controller. And then everybody had kind of got rid of this stuff. So I was unable to find it. I wasn't super familiar. Well, I was. But back then we had Funko Land way before EB Games and uh, GameStop. And, you know, my mom didn't drive back then. So it was a lot more difficult for me to get to Funko Land, which was a little ways away from home. So... Uh, I kind of, I don't even know what happened to that console at the end of the day. I can't, I couldn't even tell you, but so needless to say, I had it, it's gone. I decided to get another one and it's become rarity. You know, it, it, it kind of came roaring back. So more eBay, I'm looking and I'm watching this auction. I remember I was at work, took a break real quick and slid in the back because the auction was ending. I'm in the uh, middle of talking my homeboy Hector and, um, so I'm watching, he's talking, he probably thinks I'm ignoring the crap out of him, but I'm watching this auction. So I put in the bid and um, boom, I hit, I won. I was super excited about it. I was so, so happy. And everybody around me uh, that I talked to on a regular basis know how big I was on this console and me trying to get it and add it to my collection. So I was super happy about it. It actually came in two days, which was insane to me. But shout out to uh, that seller on eBay. 
So I end up finishing the auction, I believe, at $223 to pick this bad boy up. Oh, yeah. The Atari Jaguar. Yes, sir. Everything that I get is normally in working condition. We'll get to that, you know, a few episodes from now. But get the Atari Jaguar. I was so, so excited that I got that. Like I said, it came in two days. It works. I was so happy that I got this console. I, I can't believe, can't even begin to explain that to you. So let's get to some specs on this thing. Uh, originally released November 23rd of 1993. I was eight years old, by the way. Um, it was a successor to the canceled uh, Atari Panther. So they went with that same breed of animal, Panther, Jaguar. Hope you guys caught that. Uh, they canceled that, so it was supposed to be the successor to that, and they just scrapped the idea of the Panther and went straight with the Jaguar. It, it was a part of the fifth generation of consoles. Only had a three-year lifespan from 1993 to 96 was when it was discontinued. Uh, introductory MSRP, which is manufacturer's suggested retail price, was $249.99 when these things just came out. Um they sold less than 250,000 copies. Now, let's be clear on this. Um, it was a failure upon release, uh, without a shadow of a doubt. It, it definitely wasn't successful. It didn't start to gain more traction until uh, probably more recently, way after the lifespan of the, of the console um, as a whole. And what's crazy is now, a discontinued console, they only had a lifespan of three years, is now selling for around the same price that it was originally released. Keep that in mind. Um, the best-selling game, which is a game that I actually own, Alien vs. Predator, it sold 85,000 copies. Uh, the console launched with Cybermorph, which I also have. Uh, Cybermorph uh, is kind of like a Star Wars-style game. like It was like a third-person 3D shooter uh, that came with that with the uh, Atari Jaguar, almost everybody that has one has that game. They're dirt cheap. I think I got one for maybe less than a buck, honestly. I paid more for shipping than I did the game on eBay. Keep that in mind. Um, also, it was marketed as the first 64-bit console. Now, there's a bit, bit of controversy there because um, a lot of uh, game nerds, and I say game nerds that really dig deep into the specs, were saying that it was kind of like two separate 32-bit uh, chips ran together. That's what they were marketing it as in a lot of their commercials. If you remember, it was like they were basically throwing out there 64 bits is bigger than 32. So it's supposed to be a better console where it didn't really show a whole lot of 64 bit graphics when it was not when it was released, but ever. It didn't really show too many 64 bit graphics. So they kind of fudged it a little bit in there. It was kind of really 32 bits, but, uh, Anyway, uh, it also had a lack of third-party support. That's what drove, drove a lot of people away from it, like they didn't have, for instance, I know Capcom, none of these big-name uh, third-party video game manufacturers didn't even support the system and didn't decide to make anything for it. It only had 50 licensed titles for this console, so that right there was a recipe for disaster, guys, so you already know what time it was, well, only 50 licensed title. Maybe I can do a complete set because I believe I got four, so 46 to go. Um, it was uh, 13 licensed titles for the Atari Jaguar CD, which is an add-on to the Atari Jaguar that has a CD uh, formatted games. Only 13 for that. Uh, 
I've seen those and they are insanely expensive. I'm talking about, uh, I saw an auction right after I won this. That auction had wasn't complete and it was well over $700. Just keep that in mind. Uh, so if you guys see one for relatively cheap price, how's your boy? Let me know. And maybe I'll come up with some kind of price guide for you because right now I don't really know one. They, they're mad expensive. Um, the the Tar Jaguar CD was an attempt to extend the life of the console being marketed as a low-cost, next-gen console, priced $100 less than its competitors, which at that time, I believe, was the PlayStation 1 and the Sega Saturn. So they always had it at $100 less to basically kind of say, oh, well, this is the next-gen console uh, for $100 cheaper. Um, it basically led to Atari leaving the um, hardware uh, manufacturer market. So now they kind of just do software. Um, also, game game front game fans named it the best new system in 1993. They named the Jaguar the best new system. Also, uh, it gained the cult following, like I was saying, many many years later. And we got some homebrew um, guys that are actually currently making brand new games for the Atari Jaguar. And, you know, like I said, it's kind of like a, a cult-like following. You know, these people kind of came out the woodworks and, and praised this console. And honestly, when you look on eBay, for instance, that's probably one of the main places you, you'll find something like this or, you know, yard sale, whatever. But if you look on eBay, I remember looking and it was only about 20 or less listings total for anything Atari Jaguar related. That's extremely rare, guys. So that was one of the reasons I was trying to keep my hands on it. I remember somebody locally had one. He wanted $500 for it. So just keep that in mind. Like if you come across one that you don't have, even if you're not a big fan, and it's a, if it's less than $200, I would definitely pick one up because that that's super cheap. I would kind of gauge it where it's about $200 for outside the box and working. Uh, anything inside the box or extra clean, you probably can squeeze a little, you'll pay a little more for it. I wouldn't mind that. But if you definitely see one yard sale, thrift store, whatever it may have you, well, under $200, pick it up. I'm telling you, even if you don't want it, it's definitely a gem. And I think the more years and years go by, the the more rare and more of a gem that it's becoming. Uh, the first time I actually played it was recently at MAGFest just this past year, up in January, down at DCS. First time I played Atari Jaguar. So, uh, and as you can see, mine's in pretty good condition. A little bit of scratches here and there, but not too much. For the most part, it's in pretty good condition. The guy packed it very well. So I'm definitely happy and excited that I added this to the collection. Again, this is kind of right now, that's my holy grail item. Because out of everything that I have, that's the rarest uh, item that I have in my collection. So I hold that near and dear to my heart right now, honestly. Um, so I just want to get a shout out to all my followers. Thank you for everything that you're doing on my subscribers. If you haven't subscribed, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button right below. It's free to subscribe, it does not cost money. Please hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, hit that bell, turn this notifications on so that you are the first one to know next time Video Game Voting releases a new episode or any type of breaking news, etc. Also, check out the official website of the Video Game Voter, the T-H-E Video Game Votary dot wordpress.com that is the official website of the video game votary also all the audio is available from each episode uh whether that be anime mondays 20 hour tuesdays webisode wednesdays thrift store thursdays or the video game votary they are all available on all podcast platforms 
It is called the Video Game Voting Podcast, of course. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, you name it. Don't forget to rate us on there. If you rate us on iTunes or Spotify, it domino effects to the rest of the podcast platform. So we need to bring those numbers up even higher. I appreciate everything that you guys have been doing thus far. Um, if you want to donate to the uh, Video Game Voting www.patreon.com backslash video game voter. That's how you do that. So we're going to end the episode on that note. I appreciate everything again. I want to say thank you. This has been another episode of Webisode Wednesdays. This is your boy P-City Substance. And this right here is a video game voter.